I'm Kaya. And I'm Aspen. And we're burning the disco down. Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. We just tried to start this and we forgot how to speak English, so we're trying again. And thanks for tuning in. <laughs> this is the first time we've talked to another person in a couple days. So. <laughs> um, so if you guys don't know, Winter Storm, what's it called? Gerald? It's either Jerry or Gary. I'm not really sure how it's pronounced. Is in full force. And yeah, it's rough out we're here. hibernating. It's really rough. It's freezing. It's like negative nine. And like a wind chill of like negative 30. Yeah. And I'm getting a little stir crazy, but it's okay. It's almost over, maybe. <laughs> or on the last day. Yeah, I'm ready for Jerry to just go away. <laughs> yep, me too. <laughs> it's driving me crazy. But- <laughs> Yeah, let's start with our life updates, which is our segment called The Girls That Live in Delusion because we're delusional. What is your life update this week? Um, I was supposed to go to Omaha this weekend for up all night, and because of Jerry himself, my flight was canceled, <laughs> so I ended up not being able to go to the show. <laughs> literally and they canceled so many flights and i was like oh kaya's flight won't get canceled and then yeah. you're like it said canceled and i was like you're getting another flight right and you're like there's no other flight there's literally <laughs> like i didn't realize the storm was going to be that bad at that point and so yeah. i'm sorry you didn't get to go yeah it was a bummer but it was probably for the best because i definitely would have gotten stuck there yesterday too um yeah yeah. But I didn't get to go to Omaha, so if you guys went, you're brave, first yeah. of all. Because <laughs> it was really cold. <laughs> Is everyone okay? <laughs> Everyone's alive. Stay warm think. out there. So. Also, we're recording this virtually, obviously, and I feel like our Wi-Fi keeps going in and out because of the blizzard. We're like in a Hallmark movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> like we're literally like stuck inside i'm sure a lot of people listening to this are too but i just feel like also we were talking about this i don't know what we did during covid because no i don't know how i made it going crazy yeah (laughs) like i don't know how i made it through quarantine it's a mystery no like what did we do I worked out a lot because my parents had a basement gym, so I oh. <laughs> spent like hours down in the basement gym. <laughs> I went to I, I went on a lot of walks, I guess. Yeah, like I did walking. It, I, I watched a lot of TV. Yeah, yeah, because you didn't have like Wi Fi. No, and like we're literally that at the end gives of, me the creeps. And we're at the end of a dirt road, so like if I go for a walk, I walk to the mailbox and back. Like there's not like <laughs> that is. That freaks me out so bad. <laughs> there's one That's spot like a of scary like, movie. There's one spot of service that I can like scroll TikTok in and it's in my bed in my room. And that's the only spot I can get TikTok to load in. <laughs> so. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I don't know how I made it. <laughs> but yeah, sorry you didn't get to go to Omaha next time. Yeah. Next time Jerry won't disrupt your plans hopefully yeah jerry was so rude we were saying um like a few days ago hopefully this doesn't happen 
during the February 3rd weekend because our team is like splitting between Minneapolis and Chicago that weekend. So if God forbid there's a winter storm. <laughs> like Jerry, don't come back. No, like Jerry or Especially any, that other, weekend. any other family member or friend yeah. of Jerry is just stay away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's impacted everything. Also, yeah. I think a lot of flights are getting canceled because of the plane, like, that lost the side of its, like, yeah. plane <laughs> door the or whatever it was. The window. Yeah. yeah, window, which is, like, a whole nother thing. But I think they, like, recalled a bunch of planes, so, like, a bunch of flights are getting canceled because of that. So, yeah, things are just kind of, like, weird right now. I'm getting flashbacks to last Christmas, if I'm going to be honest. Or, I guess, two <gasps> Christmases ago now. No, 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 no. Like, that's literally it's what I was thinking. It's not that bad. <laughs> like at least they canceled my flight before i went to the airport yeah, yeah. like it could have been so much worse you could have like yeah. been at the airport waiting and then like snowed yeah. in there yeah because they canceled it like 24 hours ahead well i guess 20 hours because i'd already checked into my flight and then they canceled it like noon on friday and i was supposed to leave at 9 a.m on saturday so i was like okay well sorry guys yeah <laughs> well <laughs> it was a good do? timing like for what it was like it could have been yeah. like at least you weren't stranded anywhere at least you're just at home yeah but yeah um my life update is that well first of all i'm freezing <laughs> <I'm so cold. laughs> and second i have literally no life update because i've been doing nothing except reading these mystery books like a grandma <laughs> I literally like tuck myself in and I've been like reading these mysteries by her name is Frida McFadden. Have you heard of her? No. She's like she wrote like a famous like book that was on TikTok called The Housemaid or something like that. And so I got it on my Kindle because I was like, okay, I need books if I'm going to be stuck inside. And I read it in a day. And it was, like, really messed up and scary, but kind of addicting. And she has ten books, and I've read four! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I know! Like, they're really easy reads and, like, really short. But, like, you, it's one of those books where you read, like, one chapter, and then you're like, I need to know what's going on. Like, her writing style is, like, a little... Like, it's not, like, the best book I've ever read, but it is, like, addicting, so highly recommend if you guys like mysteries, but also like trigger warning. They're really scary. And like some of them are like really messed up and Not it's giving me like nightmares. Like by yourself. <laughs> no, I know. I know. And last night I had a dream about it. Of course I did because I read like an entire book yesterday that was so messed up. But I woke up this morning and I was like, oh God, I need to stop reading these. But there's literally 10, but they're not all connected. They're all oh separate stories. I know. I know. Um, my other life update is that I bought a projector on Amazon so I could turn my room into a movie theater, and it is sick. I highly recommend that everyone should do that because <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> I originally got it because I wanted a TV in my bedroom, and then TVs are like three hundred dollars for like the cheapest TV possible, and so I was like, maybe I'll just get a projector. And I found one for $60 on Amazon with great reviews. And I was like, okay, if it doesn't like work out, because most of them are like $500 yeah. like for a projector. And so I got the cheap one and I was like, if it doesn't work, I'll just return it. And it slays. Like it's a great quality. The sound's a little quiet, but like 
it's nice and I lay in my bed and <laughs> if you guys don't know if I haven't said this before my bedroom doesn't have a window <laughs> so it's like for a now. movie theater <laughs> yeah for now and yeah we both saw Mean Girls yes which we need to talk about yes what are your thoughts tell me everything <laughs> okay what does she say give me the 411 okay <laughs> Okay, I posted a TikTok about this yesterday because I've seen so many videos of people, like, hating on the movie. And I disagree. I loved the movie. I think that... Okay, let me preface this by saying I didn't love what they did with the musical numbers in comparison to how good they were on Broadway. It was, like, supposed to be an adaptation of the Broadway musical Mean Girls and also a recreation of the movie, like, they combined the two. So, like, it obviously wasn't going to be exactly the same as either one. So, for what Mm -hmm. it was, I really thoroughly enjoyed it, and I thought it was really good. And it was fun, and it was campy, and it was just, like, silly, goofy, like, ironic. Like, they were making fun of things that they were doing during the movie. So, like, it's not to be taken seriously. But when you compare, like, I've seen a ton of TikToks that, like, go back and forth between what the Broadway soundtrack sounds like, because that's out on Spotify, and then comparing it to, like, what the movie soundtrack sounded like. And, like, the production of the movie soundtrack, just, like, the musical was so much better production-wise. And I don't think that... My only note I would say on that is that Katie, like, the casting for Katie, she's just, like, not a singer. And I think that that was, like, their mistake, because everybody else, like, slayed, like... Everyone else was amazing. The casting was perfect. And she just was just lacking the, like, Broadway musical vibe. Everybody else has done both. And, like, she just hasn't. Or I don't know if she has. But she didn't give, like, what needed to be gave, in my opinion. Yeah. I also went into this, like, knowing it was a musical, but not really knowing anything else other than, like, it was a take on the Broadway musical. And so I had never heard any of the songs or anything. And so I thought it was like good. I liked the movie. I just it didn't like I loved the movie. Don't get me wrong, but I think it seemed like they had like a budget of $1. Yeah, the budget <laughs> like, was kind of seemed like yeah. And so for this movie that like could have been like not the same level as Barbie but it's like the same audience as Barbie I feel like I was hoping it was gonna be like pretty and like the outfits were gonna be cool and like I don't know like the dance numbers and like the musical numbers that's when it seemed like they used their budget because like that one part where they were like doing that whole dream world and you know what I'm talking about when it's like rainbow revenge party like that part I was like this is what I want it to be like you know yeah and I just wanted like Renee Rapp to be wearing like designer clothes basically yeah and like I don't know the clothes that I think we've talked about this already but the clothes like didn't really bother me just because in my opinion like it was pretty accurate to what a high school would look like right now like if I walked into a high school tomorrow I feel like that's exactly what they would be wearing and then I know a lot of people were upset about like the TikTok cameos and like the TikTok of it all but I think it made sense for it being a 2024 yeah, yeah, yeah. rendition of Mean Girls. Like, that's exactly what would happen if that happened in real life. Yeah, I the TikTok didn't bother me, which I was kind of surprised about because usually when people bring, like, social media into, like, books or movies or TV shows, I get super annoyed because I'm like, it seems like you've never opened up social media in your life. But, like, they yeah. did this in a really realistic way that I was like, this doesn't yeah. bother me. And, like, I thought it was just cute. Um, and it wasn't distracting or anything, which usually I feel like it is. 
but I just wish if the budget was higher, this would have been the perfect movie. Like, cause you know, Regina George is like, she's rich obviously. And so I wanted her to be wearing like really cute outfits and like her outfits were giving like, I don't know. It's, it was giving like what you would see in high school, which yeah, is good. But also like when I'm out of movies, I don't want to see that. I wanted something like unattainable, you know? (laughs) So that's what I think my problem was. Like I was like, I came out of Barbie and I was like, these are the best like costumes ever. And even like, um, that movie, what was that movie with Sydney Sweeney called? Oh, anyone but you. Yeah. Like I loved the styling of that movie and outfits are such a big part of the movie for me that I like yeah really pay attention to it they could have just done such cool things and like i know they didn't have the money for it but i wish they did and that's my thoughts yeah. other than that i thought it was hilarious i was laughing yeah. out loud it was so funny like i laughed the whole time but my other thing yeah. about the costumes is that it's like renee Rapp's version of regina george so like she's not gonna wear like mini skirts and like outfits that they would wear in the fr- like original main girls you know what i mean yeah yeah, I just wanted her to be wearing, like, a cool girl, like, vibe, you know? Yeah. Like, she has her own style. I just, like, I wanted the outfits to be, like, elevated from what they were. Yeah. But, yeah, I, um, the part where, um, Damien was singing the iCarly theme song Oh, my in God, French, I was dying laughing. I, like... I literally thought about it after the movie and started laughing to myself. Like, it was so <laughs> funny. But it was, like, like, funny because the, as he was singing, I, like, know. couldn't tell that it was the theme no. song. And then they said that, and I was like, oh, my God. No, I know. Like, I was reading the subtitles and not processing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was like, I know, you see. But, like, it just wasn't. Oh, my God. That was so funny. That was like the funniest made- part of the movie. They just, like, made fun of themselves, like, a couple of times, which I think yeah. is, like, like, it's not a serious movie. Like, people that are, like, so upset about how bad it was, I'm, like, you, what were you expecting going in there? Like, it's literally a musical and movie combination, but, like, they made fun of themselves so many times. Like, it's supposed to be no, silly yeah, it's and a comedy and campy. Yeah. 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 Which I loved. Yeah. I also loved that they didn't, like take the original movie and copy it exactly because I feel Same. like that movie is so hard to live up to that it's, like... Yeah. You can't recreate it. And so I was a little worried, like, going into it. I was like, oh, God, how are they going to, like, recreate a movie that's already, like, so iconic? But the way that they, like, did that and, like, made fun of it instead of, like, taking it really seriously is the way that they should have done it. Like, it was right for me. Yeah. And the, like, also the part where Tina Fey, like, opens her mouth to sing and then she's like, yeah, "Yeah, never mind. (laughs) Exactly. Like, Like, they're making fun of themselves. Yeah. Like, that's, like, the whole point. And I wonder, too, like, my other thought when I was watching it was, like, what – if you had never seen the original movie, I wonder what those people were thinking. Yeah, like, I feel like – I wonder how – I would like to see the difference between, like, Gen Z's thoughts and the, like, millennials' thoughts. Yeah. Because, like, we're the generation that grew up with this movie, but, like, my yo- younger sister, like, didn't. And so I feel like if she watched this, she would just be like, okay, I don't understand what's going on. Or, like – Yeah. I don't know. Like, you really have to, yeah. like, be in the mean... Like, you'd have to see this movie multiple times. So they talk about, like, her getting hit with a... Like, getting hit by the bus at the beginning. And so it's kind of just, like, gives it away already. Yeah. But, yeah. I thought it was really good. And I want to I see also, it again. One of my... Fa- well, I have two favorite parts. My favorite part of the whole entire movie was the entire Halloween party. Like, between Karen's musical number <laughs> and Regina's musical number. Like, it's just so 
good. Like, that scene, that whole, like, section of scenes is just so good. Yeah, it was really funny. Like, they ate that up. It's so good. (laughs) I was literally, like, just watching that, and I was kind of like, what is going on right now? Like, you have to just not be serious. Like, it's just it's a fun little girly movie. Yeah, exactly. You can't take it seriously. And people in my movie theater were, like, cheering and clapping and, like, it was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone was laughing. Love. Um, my other favorite yes. part was at the very end at the spring fling when Regina's like high on pain meds. <laughs> and like throughout the entire yes. spring fling, you could just see her in the background like high off of her ass on her pain meds. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like when like she's it's so funny. <laughs> yes, it's so funny. Also, she was the, this was like perfectly casted. Like, she was the perfect Regina yeah. George. Like, she is Regina George. It was just iconic. I love her. Well, you know she was Regina on Broadway, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like... Okay. And that's, like, how... Or did she do Sex Lives with College Girls first and then do that? No, she had Mean Girls first. Okay. Because I was, like... It, that seems like how she kind of got discovered or like got big and yeah. it like makes sense because that's like her perfect role like she has like that yeah. attitude to her that like she's just so good I love her so much yeah the casting eight like the casting was so good like I just they did amazing so good. the casting was so good no no it's on the casting it was other so than good. the fact that like Katie isn't a singer sorry like I <laughs> she just wasn't musical enough <laughs> if you will and yeah um I just keep thinking back to the fact that Sabrina Carpenter played Katie on Broadway. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah. That's like, weird. Can you imagine? No, like that movie would be Do you think she got offered it and turned it down? I don't know. Especially because like those are the two like it girls right now. Yeah, and like with Chris Barney, like that would have been fucking crazy. Yeah damn i wanted oh i wish they would have done her that would have been amazing also i'm pretty sure that this movie was originally supposed to be for paramount plus like i don't think it was originally going to go to theaters so that's why the budget's so okay low. that makes sense yeah okay because if i was watching this on paramount plus i'd be like this is an iconic movie yeah but there's something about like going to the movie theater that you kind of want it to just be like above and beyond yeah and like it was but it was giving like paramount plus movie for some of the parts and i was like okay where's the money in this movie because i know it's gonna make a lot of money but like the people on tiktok saying it's like a terrible movie like i saw some girl post that she left halfway through because it was so bad and i was like okay (gasps) that's so dramatic okay see that's what i'm like i feel like those are the people who don't like resonate or like haven't watched the original as many times also like do you just not know how to have fun (laughs) like just laugh it's okay (laughs) Yeah, like, it doesn't need to... It's not supposed to be serious. No, like, it's literally a campy, silly little movie. Like, it's just, like... Also, people just love to find something to hate. Mm -hmm. And so, like, if one person says, I hate this movie, then everyone's gonna be like, okay, it's cool to hate this movie. Unless you're, like, over the age of 23 and you, like, grew up with Mean Girls. Yeah. But... Yeah, I thought it was iconic. I want to see it again immediately. Yeah. Yes. The one-liners are just, like, too good. No, like, the jokes are so good. Yeah. It was so well-written. That was, like, one of the best parts about it. It was the writing. I feel like they did, like, a pretty good take on, like, Gen Z jokes without it being super cringy. 
Yes, exactly. And that's what I was worried about. Like when I saw yeah. the trailer and like I saw like the TikTok parts of it, I was like, oh God, is it going to be like one of those movies where they're like trying to be like relatable and like politically correct and like on trend and like then it just goes so badly but it didn't feel like that at all like it was really like if high schoolers made movie a movie this is what it would be like yeah I mean obviously there were some jokes that I was like okay but like (laughs) yeah otherwise or like some lines but like otherwise like overall I really enjoyed it and I will be seeing it again Okay, I'm having technical difficulties and I had to restart my recording. Um, but what I was going to say was that I am like really bothered by people that are like upset that it's a musical because they didn't know walking into the theater that it was a musical. And like, I don't know how, when I lost you, Aspen. <laughs> Did you hear me for any of that? I heard you for all of that. Okay. Because I couldn't hear you. You were just <laughs> silent. And I was like, damn, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're having technical difficulties. Um, But yeah, I like love that it was a musical. I love musicals personally because, you know, Mamma Mia is my favorite movie. So you can never go wrong with a musical. But I was just, I was wondering if they didn't put like it more obviously as a musical in the trailer because it would deter people who don't like musicals. And I don't know if they do that for a lot of movies, but I know that they've done that in the past. And so I was just, that was kind of my thoughts. Yeah. But if you don't see the news, like, you, like, that's your own fault. Yeah. And, like, I definitely think that they could have done a better job in the trailer. But, like, my other thought on this is that um, they, like, put the little musical note in the A of Mean Girls, like, in the title on the poster. And then also, like, in the trailer, they did the, like, dance numbers. And then the, like, I am Regina George, the one, like, Renee singing. And I think the reason they didn't put more in was because... Or, like, they didn't title it, like, Mean Girls the Musical because I think they didn't want it to be, like, tied to the Broadway play because it's, like, it's not at all, like, the Broadway play. Like, it's a rendition of both. And I think that they were, like, trying yeah. to avoid um, expectations that it was going to be exactly like the Broadway play. Okay, that totally makes sense. In my Because I thoughts. was, like, the, the title what is what was, like, kind of throwing me off because I was, like, why didn't they just call it Mean Girls, like, the musical or like musical version or whatever but that makes sense that they want it to be like separate also i love the music no it's like a subtle reference yeah like what it is i just this movie was so good (laughs) i think if they had titled it mean girls and musical people would have like been more upset because they cut some of the songs out of the movie that were in the play because it's like not the full play gotcha and so i think more people would have gone in expecting it to be like literally just a movie version of the musical and it's not it's like a combo of both with a modern twist totally so i love that it's great. i like that it's it fantastic. wasn't like exactly because they could have literally just in what they did with like hamilton and all those other things and like recorded yeah. the broadway show and like made that into a movie but i like that they like combined the two it was like yeah, more interesting this way yeah okay cool well everyone go see mean girls it was iconic and if you hated it sorry like if you hated it like maybe just kind of like reassess and like think do i actually hate this or did i just see a bunch of tiktok videos that say that other people hate it and then i said you know what they might be right yeah listen to your heart (laughs) also just like go into it knowing that it's like silly goofy funny and like think of it not as a remake of the original movie like it's separate in my brain 
it's it's almost like it's not a parody but it's almost like a light parody of yeah mean Girls. i agree yeah which is hilarious yeah it makes me want to rewatch the original like i want to rewatch the original and then go see it again yeah i haven't seen it in a while um, okay, moving on to our next little segment called Obsessive Little Me, where we talk about our hyperfixations. What is your hyperfixation right now? Um, well, because I haven't left the house in two days, <laughs> <laughs> I have been watching a lot of TV, and I I think I talked about this a couple weeks ago, but I've been rewatching The 100, which is like a super mm-hmm. fucked up show about teenagers that like live in this post-apocalyptic world and i watched it like forever ago i think honestly in 2020 actually i think i watched it and um i just spent the last few weeks rewatching it and there's like seven seasons and it's super crazy and like really absurd like each season has its own it's kind of like the vampire diaries where like each season has its own issue that they're trying to solve but mm-hmm. like after season like three it gets really fucking crazy and you're just like again you just kind of have to (laughs) you just have to go with it you know (laughs) you just have to go along with the ride but i just finished rewatching it yesterday and i'm just like empty now because i'm like what am i supposed to do and also it's like crazy because so much stuff if any of you have watched it let me know there's like so much stuff that happens in it and like now with how crazy the weather has been i'm just like oh my god it's gonna actually happen this way. <laughs> like I was like, oh my god, this is stop! Like, no, like I'm literally like, it's not even that far off anymore. <laughs> like that's crazy. Stop! It's like coming to life. It's real. Yeah. Well, because the first like the, so they go through a couple of co- apocalypses to be honest. But the first one that causes them to go live in space is like a big. There's like basically a bunch of, well, somebody puts out a bunch of nuclear weapons and the whole like earth explodes and there's like too much radiation for them to live on the planet anymore and then they like take a select few to like go live in space and it's about the people that lived in space and then return to earth and then there's like another there's like a ton of things that happen but like watching it I'm like damn like that could totally happen to us one day and that's crazy and then, like, the oh, things God, that they do terrifying. to, like, survive, I'm like, no, that would literally happen if we were actually in the scenario. Like, I'm like, this would not. No. Yeah. I mean, it's a really good show. There's, like, seven seasons, so it will occupy, occupy you for a while if you haven't watched it. But, yeah, it's crazy. I am scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, I finished that yesterday, and then now I'm rewatching Chuck, which is, like, one of my favorite shows growing I up. I love that. It's so, it's so good. good. I'm on season two because it's I watched so the entire season yesterday. <laughs> it's amazing. That is such a good show. It's so good. It's such a classic. I'm so happy to like rewatch it now as like an adult when I can like process it better because I have a yeah, fully formed so frontal good. lobe. <laughs> I finished White Collar. Finally, oh, yes, that's a I've good been one. watching that show forever. Yeah, the ending was crazy. It was so good. But also, like, same thing where I was watching it for so long that now I'm kind of like, well, now what? Like, you feel, yeah. feel kind of empty without your show. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Yeah. yeah, I cried at the end of the 100, even though I knew it happened. Because I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've spent so many weeks watching these characters. Of course you did. <laughs> the last couple episodes are rough of that show. Like, in, I think it's season seven is the last season. But the last couple episodes are, whew, 
they are okay i need tough. to watch that show yeah you do it's pretty good it again it gets really unrealistic What's... and crazy but you just kind of have to like go along with the ride it's on netflix yeah. okay maybe i'll start that one yeah it's fun um my obsession right now is facebook marketplace which i always knew facebook marketplace was something that people used but i'd never really looked at it myself and i am moving so i'm looking for like some new things and trying to get rid of things and oh my gosh there's amazing stuff on there there's literally like so like i found these chairs that are so expensive and someone sold them to me for so cheap and i'm just shocked like from now on for my whole entire future I'm buying all my furniture on Facebook Marketplace because, like, you could find a $20,000 couch. Like, what's that one restoration hardware couch that is always on Pinterest? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, like, the cloud one? Yeah. I saw someone selling it. They said, I've had it for one month, and I'm moving. And they were selling it for $2,000. It was an $18,000 discount. And it was in perfect condition. Like, I almost bought it just to, like, you know. Like, that's also my problem (laughs) is I, like, see the deals. And I'm like, I don't even need this. But, like, I feel like someone has to buy it. (laughs) And I've been, like, obsessively, like, scrolling. And they have, oh, it's just crazy, like, the stuff that people are selling for so cheap. Because people are just, like, desperate to get rid of what they have. So they're selling stuff at a, like, crazy cheap price. Yeah. But highly recommend like there's some fun stuff on there when we first moved here our first couch before the one that we have now like the other really comfy couch that we had we got on facebook marketplace for 200 dollars when we moved here no like it's crazy 200 dollars. it's like literally that's so cheap for a couch yeah and it was so comfy that couch was great may she rest in peace with whatever family has her now And also what I notice is like the more you scroll on there and like save things and click on things, it like learns what you like. Yeah. And so then the algorithm of the Facebook marketplace will show you like it showed me like CB2 stuff and like really nice, expensive, like the vibe that I love and all that was the whole entire page. So it was so much more fun to look through because you didn't have to look through all like the stuff that like was ugly or like that you wouldn't like yeah it like completely curates it to you and also it's like close to you so you don't have to go too far but oh my gosh highly recommend everybody it's so fun it's like my new social media app i just scroll through the furniture (laughs) (laughs) that i don't even need like i don't even need anything else but now i'm obsessed (laughs) (laughs) so that is my obsession you know what that's valid (laughs) okay but now we're gonna get into our episode this week, Kaya, you want to introduce what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> this week, well, a couple weeks ago, somebody wrote in and asked us to do, well, to talk about the history of man by Maisie Peters. And we didn't do that because I was like, we could do a whole episode on the song. So that's what we're doing. We are talking about the lore and history behind History of Man by Maisie Peters. And I'm, like, pretty uneducated on this topic, so it's basically just going to be, like, Kaya teaching all of us and me about History of Man. Yeah, we're about to have a literature lesson because there's a lot of, like, historical references in the song that I'm <laughs> yeah, about today to I was trying about. to. I was trying to Google it, and I was like, yeah, I'm just going to need you to explain this to me because I'm confused. <laughs> we are going to go line by line, and then I also have a couple screenshots of, like, TikToks of other creators, and then also Maisie Peters actually posted one today, ironically enough. Um, Stop. Yeah. So I'm going to go through those as we get to those parts, too. But 
Let me open oh up my, my God, notes. She literally knew. I know. We should definitely she literally tag her in our recording post about notes. it tomorrow. Yes. You guys can see all of my notes because I think we're posting this as our uh, post for the episode tomorrow. So I tried to make my notes pretty. So you're welcome. Cute. Go look at our Instagram at burning the disco down pod. Well, unless you're listening to this like first Love. thing in the morning, in which case that's probably not up yet. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let us wake up first. It will be. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be up soon. <laughs> okay, so the first verse is "Tail as old as honey, a moment everybody knows." Yeah, I'm sure there was a heartbreak inside the walls of Jericho. So the first three lines. This is so serious. <laughs> I feel like I'm teaching. <laughs> no, I know. Class. You're literally okay. our professor, Professor okay, Kaya. So-, <laughs> so the first three lines where she's um, talking about tale as old as honey, a moment everyone knows. Yeah, I'm sure there was heartbreak. Okay. So the part where she's talking about how old this tale is and how everyone understands it, that's like a comment on the sick. You're going to laugh so hard when I'm reading these notes because they're so I'm scared. <laughs> they're so serious okay that first like line is her commenting on the cyclical nature of relationships and love throughout history so there's like a constant motif of this like relationship where um i mean she talks about it throughout the whole song but where there's like a relationship and then the woman is like blamed for something and then the man either acts out because of it or um falls because of it and it's just, I mean, it, you, we'll get there. But that's, like, her prefacing the fact that the song Classic. is talking about how it just is, like, repeating through history. So the line where she says, yeah, I'm sure there was heartbreak inside the walls of Jericho. So Jericho was an ancient city in the Bible, and it was basically known for its destruction. So, like, an army was, like, marching that way, and then the walls miraculously fell, and that was, like, allegedly God or Jesus or whatever making the walls fall (laughs) so that they could storm the city and destroy it. So um, this is like a suggestion that the relationship that she's talking about in this song will also fall. Oh, okay. 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 So that's the first verse. The second verse is I couldn't believe it. How could, wait, sorry. I couldn't believe it. How you could just stop wanting me. You burnt down Easter Island as if it wasn't sacred, as if it wasn't sacred to me. So this is her comparing this, like, downfall of her relationship and this breakup to the destruction of something sacred like Easter Island. And she's, like, calling the relationship sacred and that she also feels like it's sacred, but it's not sacred to him. So he's burning it down. This is a really sad song. It is a very sad song. (laughs) There's a lot going on in here. Um, yeah there is (laughs) there's a lot so then the next verse is i've seen it in the poems in the sands i've pleaded with the powers and their plans i've tried to rewrite it but i can't it's the history the history of man so this is her returning to that cyclical nature of relationships and trying to avoid the inevitable but she can't so she's trying to avoid this history (laughs) of (laughs) relationships failing and like men screwing over women but she can't it's like inevitable yikes yeah (laughs) she's Um, not okay (laughs) and then the next verse is she stays up he's sleeping like a lamb she begs him he doesn't understand so that's her saying that these fears and worries of the woman are one-sided and like the man doesn't even think about stuff like this which so true (laughs) yeah Um, all of this so true 
Yeah, so true. And then she goes on to say she loves him more than anyone ever has in the history, the history of man. It's the history of man. So, again, she's just saying that, like, it's one-sided. The woman um, is, like, in it more than the man, and the woman is the only one concerned about how this is going to end. Because men always end up on top no matter how it ends, unfortunately. So. Yikes. Um. But we're going to change that in this world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Single-handedly, Macy Peters is... <laughs> She's she's paving the way. It's changing it, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, you didn't even falter, didn't look back once, did you? So, this is her saying that, like, whatever he did, he didn't second guess it. Um, and, like, he didn't care enough to look back. Then the next reference is, so Samson blamed Delilah, but given half the chance, I would I would have made him weaker, too. So, the Samson blaming Delilah, this is a reference to the Old Testament. <laughs> welcome to bible okay. study um so in the no old for testament, real like okay <laughs> in the old testament delilah who was made to be the villain trapped samson and basically coaxed him into revealing the secret to his strength and he she portrayed betrayed him to his enemies so the secret to his strength was his hair if you don't know and she like told all yeah. his enemies this and then it basically destroyed him because they used it against him um and so when she says but given half the chance, I would have made him weaker too. So this is like a comment on the power of relationship dynamics. And she felt that whoever this person was in the relationship, that he was like taking all the power from her. And if she had had the chance, she would have also done what Delilah did. Um, and basically this, just saying... This is like really crazy. Yeah. She's basically just saying that like, I don't know, that Delilah is like not necessarily the villain here. Um, but mm-hmm. Yeah that's that <laughs> your explanation is i'm shook like that was amazing congratulations that was great um I've got next... like... <laughs> wow i told you it took ap literature okay <laughs> no like this is wild i'm learning so much right now um the next part is siren sounded trumpets blaring you walked out oh without sweating so I mean, again, just saying that, like, she knew this was going to happen mm-hmm. and she was always worried about it happening, but he was completely unaffected by whatever the breakup situation actually was. Um, and then it goes on to repeat the, um, I don't know what this is called, the chorus, I guess. I've seen it, the poems in the sands. I've pleaded with the powers and their plans. I tried to rewrite it, but I can't. It's the history, the history of man. And then again, she stays up. He's sleeping like a lamb. She begs him. He says he doesn't understand. She loves him more than anyone ever has in the history, the history of man. Then, in our next reference, it says, he stole our youth, (laughs) our youth, and promised heaven. And in my notes, I just said every man ever because there's just, like, way too many things that you could possibly reference for this. Like, that's literally every man in history. Um, Yeah. And then... This next part is, like, super important. It says, the men start wars, yet Troy hates Helen. So, in history, (laughs) Helen is traditionally known for leaving her husband and home in Sparta to be with another man who was from Troy. And then that started this huge war that killed, like, thousands of Greeks. Um, And so, because of this, like, Sparta saw her as a traitor. And Troy saw her as, like, a witch that started this big war. Um... So the line that says the men start wars, yet Troy hates Helen. Like the men were the ones that started this war, but yet the whole city of Troy is blaming Helen for it, even though. That's crazy. They made the war themselves. So that line is the one 
that Maisie Peters posted like a reel about today and I screenshotted it for this. And she says, essentially, this is a tr- about how traditionally Helen of Troy is portrayed as this evil temptress who ran off with Paris of Troy, away from her husband and home in Sparta, prompting a huge war that killed thousands of ancient Greeks. However, in more recent interpretations, she can be seen as someone who was captured and held at the mercy of the whims of these men, forced away from her home in Sparta and made to live in Troy where she knew no one and had no one. And then... Just like I said, like, Sparta saw her as a traitor, and then Troy saw her as, like, this horrible person that ignited a war, and then Helen was ultimately blamed for the actions of greedy and selfish men. Maisie Peters is really smart. Yeah. (laughs) Like, now I understand why everyone was, like, freaking out about this song. So, when she talks about, like, the modern interpretation of this story, basically what happened was in this um, new interpretation it was seen that paris of troy abducted helen versus her leaving her husband and then that's what started the trojan war um okay yeah so that's what the new interpretation is and then in some versions of the story as well widow in widowhood she flees to Rhodes for sanctuary um and she gets hanged basically because they think it's helen's fault that her husband died in the trojan war and then she's blamed for the war that she never started Oh, my God. And then she's christened with the name Helen of Troy, despite the city never holding any affection for her because of what she caused. That sucks. Yeah. I- <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so then after she says the men start wars, yet Troy hates Helen, she goes to say women's hearts are lethal weapons. Did you hold mine and feel threatened? So she's basically referring back to um the trojan war and how they like basically like these men felt threatened just because they thought she started a war yeah wow it all like ties back together that's crazy i also just realized i forgot to comment on one of the lines previously so i'm going to go back really quick there's a line right before this before the bridge and she says sirens sounded trumpets blaring you walked out oh without sweating and that is a reference to um orpheus okay (laughs) so (laughs) this is a reference to when this is like greek mythology now so this is a reference to when orpheus pleaded to pluto to bring eurydice back with him who was like, this is like a love story, basically. But he would only be allowed to do this if he did not look back at her until they reached the upper world. So they were in the underworld and he was trying to rescue her out. And they would only be allowed to do this if he didn't look at her. And Orpheus couldn't help himself from looking for her. Um, But the man in this song didn't care to look back once. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That could be wrong, but that's what I think is... No, that totally makes sense. I do Why is no one... Why is no one talking about this song? Everyone's talking about the song. That's what we're doing in the episode. Yeah, but, like... <laughs> why have I never, like... I don't know. I guess I never really, like, thought about the lyrics of this song. But this is so well written. It's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Um, so... This is, like, her best song. Yeah, it's crazy. So, after she talks about Troy oh, and God. Helen, she... After the, do you hold my name, feel threatened in reference to her heart. She says, hear my lyrics, mm-hmm. taste my venom. You are still my great obsession. So that section is like 
a comment on like the strength and complexity of femininity because she's talking about her lyrics and her venom because she's using her words and then you are still my mm-hmm. great obsession she's acknowledging that like despite of all of this she still loves him even though yeah it's the history of man <laughs> he yeah even though it's all yeah, these horrible then, stories make her think of her ex-boyfriend <laughs> yeah so then it's a repeat of the chorus and she says i've seen it in the poems in the sands i've pleaded with the powers and their plans i tried to rewrite it but i can't it's the history the history of man but then she changes the chorus for the last verse and she says i stay up you're sleeping like a lamb i beg you and you don't understand i hold on i try to hold your hand i save you a seat and then you say you want to stand So you'll lose me the best you'll ever have. It's the history, the history of man. So this whole time she's been saying, like, she stays up, he's sleeping. And then in this last verse, she's saying, I stay up, you're sleeping. So it's a little bit more personal and, like, cuts a little bit deeper. Yeah. Which I think is really important after she says, hear my lyrics, taste my venom. So, like, at that point, she's, like, gaining strength and realizing that this is, like, wrong and that it's, like, a repeat of history Mm -hmm. and that she should Mm -hmm. let this man go. Break the break the circle yeah yeah and that's the song wow i'm i need to go listen to this with this in mind now a new perspective because i always just thought it was like an amazing breakup song but this is just a whole nother level of like hatred towards men that i'm here for yeah it's crazy (laughs) it's really crazy like i wonder how long this took her to write i have so many questions for her yeah and how did she get this idea i know it's wild wow like the ref the amount of references in that song is insane no truly and like the fact that all the references like kind of reference each other and like it's crazy it's yeah, so all complex like it's like the same story every yeah. single time and how did she think of this yeah genius Wow, yeah. thank you for the AP literature lesson. You're welcome. Hopefully I didn't get any of that wrong. That if was I did, really... Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> if she did, you can write into our anonymous question box at the link in our bio. If someone's yelling at me right now, <laughs> tell us. Um, I did my best to make it understandable, <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> no, that was that was per- that was so easily digestible. That was amazing. Yeah, that was the goal. I, was I love it. to make it easily digestible. Yeah. Yeah, because I started to look it up and I was like, uh, okay, I don't understand any of this. Yeah. Which is like it's just crazy that she wrote this song. I'm so I'm so shocked and impressed by her now. Yeah, it's Lays. She really she really ate that one up. Yeah, she did that. If you guys have any other things to contribute about this song, please write in because now I'm so curious. Yeah. There's probably stuff I missed because but, there's just, like, so much in there. Yeah, but I feel like you covered, like, like we went through every line. Yeah. Like, I feel like I... That's what I tried. That's what I was like, it. I'm just going to do line by line because I feel like that was the easiest way. Yeah. To go about it, but... Yeah, and now, like, even the parts where that I was like, oh, damn, that's a good line. It it means something else now, which is just crazy. Yeah, like, the, the men start sure. wars yet Troy hates Helen is, like, insane yeah like what yeah (laughs) like how did she how did she like reference all this how did she think of this she's a genius she's got to be like a really big like history literature person like she has to be you know Mm -hmm. definitely but 
Yeah. Wow. So there you have it, guys. This is amazing. I love it. Thanks for the lesson, uh, Professor Olson. <laughs> You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> you need to put you put on salary for this one. <laughs> Someone put me in tenure. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Okay, well, I think that's it. I think that was our history lesson for the uh, year. <laughs> yeah. So next week, I think, is when we're going to be doing the Better Than the Movies episode. So you guys have one week to finish the book. Start reading. I have to reread it. So I'm among you. I'm like halfway through. Yeah. I just, I'll finish it I need by to the reread time. it. It's so quick. I'll probably read it like on the plane to Little Rock on Friday. But Oh, my God. True. Yeah. Let's read it together. Oh my god, book club on the plane, the little rock. <laughs> yeah, for real. People look over, they're like, okay. <laughs> um, but thank you guys for listening. Make sure you go get your book and follow us on Instagram at Burning the Disco Down Pod and TikTok and rate us five stars. And we can't wait to read and talk about the book next week. Yay! Unless something dire happens in the off chance that something happens in the next week, but yeah that's the plan which like unless like reputation drops like we'll be here (laughs) yeah that's the plan but i think that's it all right well (laughs) i can't bye everybody i hope you have the best week ever (laughs) 